Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back, everyone. And I do apologize for missing last week's podcast, but we had a very exciting moment happening in our family when we welcomed our number eight grandchild into the world. So that was so exciting. So hopefully you can forgive me for missing a week of podcasting because I was busy, had my hands full, cuddling a very cute baby. So we do feel truly blessed and I just want to thank everybody who has wished us well. Uh, Mum and baby are doing so well and uh, dad and big sister are also doing very well. All happy, everything going well. So thank you for your good wishes. So today I thought I would like to talk about Easter um, and really from the light of financial, uh, the financial perspective, because just like any other major celebration of the year, it can come at a cost and a lot of families do feel the pressure of that. And I realised when I look back over my podcast, I haven't spoken about this for quite a few years. And so I thought it was about time that I did. And um, I really wanted to talk about, about it from the aspect of having the ability to enjoy catching up with family and friends without breaking the bank. I don't know about you, but I have been noticing Easter eggs in the shops for quite some time. In fact, it felt almost like we'd just put the Christmas decorations away and up popped the Easter eggs. But for many, many people right now, we are experiencing a tightness in the family budget, aren't we? We're noticing fuel prices are rising and even food. I've noticed I just popped out to the shops this morning to do my weekly shop and just the cost at the checkout was definitely more than uh, it has been in the past and not everything is available. So sometimes you have to buy a more expensive item. So it can be that the added pressure of buying things to do with Easter, and in most cases we're talking about Easter eggs, can put a lot of pressure on a person. Now we're a few weeks away, I think we're a couple of weeks away from Easter. It's not this weekend, it's next weekend, which I think is right. No, it's actually two weekends away. Uh, So we've got three weeks. And the reason I wanted to bring it up now was because I think it's a good idea to start putting a few things in your trolley so it's not a big expense all at once. That's what I've been doing. I actually started really early this year because as soon as those eggs appeared on the shelf, when when I'd finally thought, gosh, 
Easter, my goodness, that's not too far away, um, I started to collect little bits and pieces. Now, my family has grown over the years. When I was a stay-at-home mom and we were on one wage, we had five children. Those five children have now grown into 10 as they've all partnered up. And of course, we've got grandbabies. So as I said before, we now have eight. Now, of course, I'm not buying Easter eggs and chocolate for all of those people, but I do like to um, treat my children and my grandchildren at this time. But when you look at the average boxed egg, um, it's around the eight to $19 mark. And you can go over that. I just actually had a look on the internet. You can actually buy eggs in the hundreds. That's ridiculous. Anyway, but it can get very expensive if you feel like you've got a lot of children to buy for. So, you know, we're all very much about Uh, changing the emphasis on a celebration. So, you know, when I'm talking about this, don't just think about Easter, but think about Christmas. Think about, you know, the other major events that you celebrate, birthdays, all of those things in your life that have got the potential to blow out, but you can be a lot smarter about it. What we decided to do when we were a one-wage family was to really look at taking the focus off what you get and put it onto the emphasis of the celebration. So in this instance, take the emphasis off the chocolate eggs and put it onto the actual celebration. So the decorating, the colourful touches that you can bring into your home that don't have to cost a fortune, with a little bit of wise planning, you can have decorations that last year on, year on, year on. And that's really what I've done. Over the years, I have got a bit of a stash of things that I can bring out at Easter time so that our home is very much a place of celebration. So when the the grandkids come in, they absolutely are so excited because they see a celebration going on. And that's half of the enjoyment, I, I truly do believe. I remember when my children were studying uh, German at school, they discovered that German families decorate trees with different coloured eggs. And it wasn't like the Christmas tree. It was more like a very sparse tree. So not necessarily um, a summer lush tree. It was more of a branch. And they had them. And when we actually visited Germany, we noticed it was true. We visited at Easter time and a lot of people had trees outside their front doors decorated with colourful eggs. And so I thought, wow, that is a great decorating idea and very cheap. So on our morning uh, family walk or my walk, I would pick up a branch that had fallen and just spray it with white paint. And then we would all decorate some um, eggs or you can even do um, Easter biscuits and hang them on there. Um, you can get these colourful plastic eggs, which you can actually get big bags of them for next to nothing um, and just decorate them. And then that in the house just really brightens the mood. Wow, it's Easter or it's coming up to Easter. So I'll be doing that very soon just to get ready for the whole Easter theme. But I thought, um, you know, even if you add things like coloured balloons to your house, I've noticed when it comes to Easter, the colour theme very much is a pastel-y colour and you can get a bag of balloons, pastel colour, blow them up and you can get your children to decorate them to look like Easter eggs, hang them around the house. That really does not cost very much. A bit of sticky paper and uh, to put some spots or some stripes on or use their textures 
and a packet of balloons, two, two to five dollars. So it's very, very reasonable. So just thinking about those um, things that you can do that will create a celebration theme that is not costing very much. And if you can start now just to put a few extra things into your trolley, it's not such a big deal when the weekend arrives. So the other thing that we always try to do as well as decorating our space, we think about, well, let's look at the space. Let's look at the decorations, some great food. Now, if you are on a very tight budget, there's nothing wrong with when you invite family and friends over to an Easter celebration, ask them to bring a plate and that will really help you to reduce costs. So it's about the celebration, the food and some fun activities. And the thing that we have found that the kids love to do is, of course, the Easter egg hunt. Now, I make a big deal about this. And um, last year, I think we did a piñata. So we actually blew up a massive balloon and then covered it with newspaper and flour, flour, water, newspaper, so papier-mâché. And we spent a few weeks prior to uh, to Easter weekend, covering it, making it really solid. And then when we burst the balloon and made a hole in the top, we were able to put lots of goodies in there. So I just collected a few cheap bits and pieces from the local cheap shop and uh, some, egg, some little eggs and put that in there. And what I then did was I wrote out a treasure hunt or a map and some clues along the way. So the kids spent about half to three quarters of an hour racing around the garden trying to find the clues. And then the end result was this big Easter egg shaped um, piñata, which we then hung up and they had a wonderful time bashing it. And then they all got the bits and pieces that fell out. So there was no one big massive expense. It was shared amongst many. And the joy was the actual Easter egg hunt. So that's the way I've always done things, thinking of a big impact for a very reduced cost. And it certainly helps if you are in a very tight budget and you've got quite a few people to cater for. So an Easter egg hunt is fantastic, but you can always do things like getting the kids to decorate homemade biscuits. So make a heap of uh, Easter egg shaped biscuits, or if you're into the Easter bunny, Easter bunny shaped biscuits, and then get the kids to decorate it with different colored icing. That's lots of fun. Very messy, but lots of fun. Even buying a few blocks of chocolate, melt them up and get the kids to make their own Easter eggs is also lots of fun and very, very reasonable. But, you know, we've also introduced things like an egg and spoon race because we're going with the theme of the Easter egg. So we do an egg and spoon race. Very, very cheap. No, nothing involved with that. No cost involved with that. Or things like saving your eggshells along the way and get the kids to draw faces on there. And they put alfalfa sprouts in and then watch the hair grow over the next few weeks. So, you know, you can do things like that. There's nothing wrong with actually creating it more like a birthday party theme, but think of um, an Easter theme instead. You know, years ago, people used to uh, get a new Easter bonnet at Easter time. Well, of course, that can be very expensive, buying everybody a hat. But why not ask people to come with an um, their hat decorated with an Easter theme and give a prize to the one with the best hat? So, you know, things like that, decorating cupcakes, even pass the parcel and do an Easter egg theme on that one. You know, you can get great big bags of plastic eggs 
that split apart and you can fill them with smaller treats. And this is really good if you want to hide a lot of eggs, but also, you know, nowadays there's lots of children with allergies and so they can't actually have the Easter eggs. So I've found this great for filling them with, you know, bliss balls and things like that that I've made from dates and almonds and coconut. So it's a healthy version. Lots of families don't like to have lots of sugar. And so you can put little treats inside these break, these uh, splittable apart eggs. And then, of course, you know, you could even just have an Easter cake, which does not need to cost very much and invite family and friends for afternoon tea and kids games. So it really does not have to be a big thing. But I guess the thing that I am saying is the reason I've done this three weeks out from Easter is because planning is the main thing. If you do things at the last minute, it's the most expensive way to do anything. And I think that I've learned that the hard way. I'm not naturally organized. I think I've mentioned that to you before. And um, oftentimes something will come upon me and I'm not ready for it. Well, I've learned over the years that I need to start thinking more long-term and thinking ahead. So when I saw the Easter eggs in the shops, I thought, right, let me think about what I'm going to do this year. And I've come up with a great idea for Easter this year. Um, and all it really means is I've been collecting bits and pieces and, and some treats, and I'm hoping my grandchildren are not listening to this, um, but we're going to make one of these massive um, kaplunk games. I don't know if you remember that game, but it's actually um, we've, we're creating a big sort of a, a cylindrical cage that we will put sticks into and then we rest all the treats on top and then the kids will play kaplunk. So you take turns taking out a stick and whatever drops is yours to keep. So it's not all chocolate Easter eggs, but it's lots of fun and the kids will love that. So um, yeah, we're always trying to think of one more thing, but because we give ourselves plenty of warning, it doesn't have to cost as much because we've done it in advance. And the anticipation, so sending the kids an invite, the anticipation is just as amazing as the actual event itself. So I hope I've given you a few ideas there. It does not have to cost the earth and please don't go into debt because of Easter. But start now really looking ahead at what can you do over the next two, three weeks to be ready for this celebration and make it a really fun time, but not something that breaks the bank. So again, as always, any questions for me, please contact me, podcast at coachchris.com.au. I would love to hear from you. So keep those questions coming. All the best.